So, and yeah, it, it does. It's everyone's uh, bank accounts. I was going to say the pockets know, start hurting too. So. They do. A lot of a lot of musicians do work other jobs, but we'd like to think that some musicians could just earn a living off of music, and that has obviously changed a fair bit this year. Mm. And like sometimes it can be a good thing because then you can have to be a bit more self like resourceful and be like, all right, well. <clears throat> What else am I good at? And, you know, or maybe I'm just going to go do work in here, which I probably wouldn't have even thought about doing that or getting back into that. And then I'm like, wow, this is fun. You know, this is good. So, yeah. 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 I was about to say, which leads us into uh, oh, yeah. Zoe is working at the cabin now. So, um, yes. That's one of the questions, actually. Um, so, first question, isn't it? Yeah. So, how long have you been coming to the cabin? And then, she's pretty new, but how long have you been working here now? Well, so I, so when I, um, even before I um, got back to Australia and like my mum was uh, telling me, she was like, oh, this coffee shop, the coffee, coffee is great and all the staff that work good. there are so lovely. And um, yeah, so then I, yeah, so I, I started, you know, I, I started coming there and then, yeah, the coffee was great. And then you all got those nice slices in. So, you know, mm. <laughs> Which, you know, I was like, yeah, just add that to the 2020, like, you know, yeah. Nothing with this, with this COVID weight, you yeah. know what? Hey, I'm, having, I'm enjoying my life. I don't give a care. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I uh, started working here about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, which is good. So that's um, good. What are your roles here for, like, people listening? What, do you, what have you been up to at the cabin? Uh, here, I've been uh, serving some uh, sass. No, I've been serving <laughs> some coffee. And... Uh, yeah, so coffee, a bit of a cafe all-rounder, you know, coffee conversation and, uh, yeah. yeah, trying to think what else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, we're, we're trying to kind of bring you into the, the music part of the cabin because mm. it, it has been such a heavy part of it. Um, well, we've been trying to make it such a heavy part of it, but um, Maitland isn't a kind of a total music hub, but we're trying to... Mm, really add to that, that. And, and get some mm. gigs and we've had some really good ones pre-COVID but um, so you, you know trying yeah. to get you to be a part of that as yeah, well yeah because it's such a know. fantastic space and you know Maitland is such a it is a nice hub of a lot of things that are happening and I can see and, and there's a lot of like young people here and you know I'm originally from Maitland so I know when I was uh, when I was growing up no when I was growing up you know we didn't have this here but we (laughs) didn't we you know we had blue light discos like but so but it's just good for like uh to have Maitland be a melting pot for people from you know even Newcastle to come up and see that hey you know don't be scared of the people at the train station. There's more beyond that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so, how would you describe your vibe? My vibe? Yeah, your mm, vibe. I'd say um, high class, low maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. But I always get the job done. <laughs> so, would that mate? I'd be low class, low maintenance. <laughs> I'm just no class. And higher class is like whatever, you know, that could be, uh, that's debatable, but yeah. <laughs> in much to wait. <laughs> All right. So music wise, so we're, we are, with this podcast, we are basing it more music orientated. We will bring in a little bit of coffee because that's, mm. that's well, kind there of. There we go. What oh, a, a right. segue. We've got the coffees and um, so what kind of music are you passionate about? So. 
I guess a double double ended question. <laughs> um, you play music, obviously, and um, usually musos have, especially yep. people that lead a band, have one kind of genre that they're really passionate about. But what do you listen to as well? And mm. so I guess yeah, give us give us well, both. I would say that um, yeah, like I my I love improv. I do. I love. I love. I love risk taking when it comes yep. to music. I, I like, and I like, and I think by having that has made me be a better musician in the way. Like, and I've been, I always uh, was lucky enough to play with like a lot of great musicians. Cause I do believe in the rule that like, if you want to be good, work with people that are better than you, because then you're always going to be pushing yourself to get that Strive. excellence Strive and that, you know, yeah. and I always had like been surrounded by a lot of older <coughs> jazz cats, um, Jazz cats. Uh, <laughs> That's what they say in yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, the old jazz cats. Cool. <laughs> uh, but um, and uh, yeah, so and so in my live performance, I do love improving in the way of just like it's a like even voc like uh, verb vocally and like lyrically as well. Like I like that. It's a um, and sometimes like my personal style. If I'm uh, I do like singing about topics that. Uh, you know, to be about women, you know, about, yeah. you know, having having a space and that I can um, use music as a way to sa say something that's a really actual, like, conversation piece, but I disguise it in, like, a witty, witty kind of catchy, melodic way of saying it. So then people, you know, got a couple of obscure songs that I, uh, you know, come up to the past, like, and people remember, like, I did a jam one, there was this, uh, in Melbourne, they had these, um, every Sunday, they had this, like, collective, it was, like, jazz, hip-hop, Melbourne artists, and they had, like, the core bands, like, the backing vocals, and then we'd go up and do our own song, but then we'd encourage <coughs> other people to get out, and get up on stage, and one time, I was just singing about, like, you know, um, had the whole room women saying like singing like treat that pussy right <laughs> and then after people were like oh my god everyone's like that was so cool because I guess as a woman a woman or an ident someone identifying as a woman that you know yeah, to be yeah. it to have that to be able to like chant that mm. you know I don't know maybe that maybe that's my uh, ego being like yeah, I made this happen no but it is nice <laughs> well, it and it's it does like yeah, yeah like it why people people get very uncomfortable though like yeah, you have yeah. to be very you know but all like old songs are all obscure like you know jelly roll like you know yeah, yeah. give me some of that jelly roll like you know and they're not talking about jelly rolls like <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. and I always try to be clever with it I'm not just you know even though I crass. yeah I was just saying you know well but I always try to be clever and witty with it, but um, yeah, so I guess that's my, my style. But you know, I'm also romantic as well, believe yeah. it or not. You know, the sensitive, uh, sensitive Cancerian. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I've got an emotional side and I don't forget easily if you hurt my feelings. So then, you know, can write a good love song. Mm. So, yeah. so you kind of call what you do new soul yeah yep. you know, like a yeah marrying and i've only just started in the last like five years kind of my sounds changing towards that because i was like oh i like jazz and i like soul and you know i've always been told like sometimes like oh i'm too jazz for like a soul lineup or like yeah you know or i'm too soul <laughs> for a jazz thing yeah i was like why well, I, I called my last um album it's just what i like because it's I, my music style is kind of in between it and 
That's what I mean. This is just what I like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It sounds so strange to have like exclusive categories as well. I know like, it's annoying. Develops and includes. Yeah, and it's and it's like embrace it whatever they it. whatever they yeah. think what they consider jazz. Like you know, like yeah, that's right. Well, we had the same thing like touring with my band, the Casino Rumbles, which you mm. you've seen yeah, back in yeah. the day, and basically it was just a punk rock band, but heavy rockabilly influence and because we had a brass section people were like us obviously a ska band yeah we didn't have one song with an upbeat which is everything about this about ska so the same kind of thing like we'd turn up to a gig and they'd be like oh so you're a ska band well no no you just got horn section and oh well you'd have to be a ska band yeah or a jazz band or it's like they say that people yeah hear with their eyes yeah sometimes yeah yeah yeah, but that's why I've been like, but it's funny, like in Australia, like I, I remember I went to, I wanted to play at this really good uh, jazz venue in Sydney and then they, this guy, the, the owner, he wrote me this email and it was kind of a little bit condescending and it was like, but you know, I'm used to like that level of rejection in music, like I don't yeah, know, it yeah, gives so. you such a tough skin that I'm like, because me personally, I don't like every genre in the world, so like what's not for me will be good for someone else. So if someone yeah, does like my right. music, hey, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, it was very, it's quite condescending, and it was like you know we like to have a jazz standard, but I really feel like being petty and being all like messaging him and saying like, hey, you remember, uh, hi, I'm Zoe K. You know, I just send him like a little clip of me playing at this jazz festival in New Orleans, the birthplace of jazz. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. festival yeah. that's quite hard to get like, into. So I was just like, you know what? No, but I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be petty though, but I always kind of think, well, there you go, you know. Yeah, well, what's... it would be like heaps disheartening. It sounds like it's like this elitism. Yeah. Just... Yeah, there definitely oh, is that in the industry. And in That's... Australia, especially in jazz, there is because a lot of jazz players went to like universities. So they're like, that they're, they're that educated. so snobby. Yeah, they get that like... educated, like that classes kind of thing. That's why it's like they all study it. And like people that have studied music... <coughs> have this whole thing against people that haven't you know there's that still yeah Yeah. i I toured with a like a swing jazz band so real 40s big Mm. band style and so i've always been self-taught and i could read but not very well at all and Mm. i couldn't sight read yeah but ear playing yeah all over so i toured with this swing jazz band and they were they were just like we have to get you, you know, love your playing and just a bit more edge than mm. like from that rockabilly background. So we started a tour. It was like, I can't remember how long the tour was, but um, he just hands me all the, all the sheets and like, I'm like, oh, no, no. Recordings. <laughs> I'm like, when, when we actually booked the gigs, um, we were drunk at the time and I'm like, yeah, I can't read, but you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and anyway... He'd forgotten that, obviously. He gives me the charts, and I'm like, oh, I don't sight read. And he was just like, colour dropped out of his face, and he's like, What are we going to do? Just throw a key at me, and you know, that's it. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And at the end of the gig, it was just like, I can't believe you did what the jazz guys do. Exactly. You know, it's like, Well, I just learn a different way. It's not. Yeah, Yeah, none. Neither of it's better or you know i just learned this way Mm. i I couldn't have gone to school to 
learn that. I just that doesn't mm. sit with me. It's like passion. Yeah, 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 and it's but yeah, yeah. So that it's whole like immediate kind of, judgment. Mm. It sounds like yeah. Yeah, you get like, especially um, in Australia, there's like guys that have been to jazz school, they'll have like their jazz jams. And like, with all like due respect, like, some of you got some mad players and oh, they're yeah. amazing. Yep, and they've dedicated that. And it's like, I've got a lot of respect for anyone that wants to put time and effort into dedication. But yeah, I hate that snobbery <coughs> that comes with it. But you, and you don't really get that in New Orleans because every, it's such a, everyone plays on the streets. So like, it's like, you know, families and families. It's like, so it's like, and then, like me, also, uh, with as a vocalist, like it's more about for me personally, like to have a nice tone. Well, with any instrument, you yeah, know, yeah, the tone yeah, is right. such a crucial thing. It is. Like, I'll be listening to a singer, I'll be like, oh, that sounds like, <laughs> even just like, well, I could know it's this person with their, t-, you know, just you know who's playing. Even guitar players, oh, that's yeah, it's got the same tone as you know. It yeah. sounds like the appreciation is different. Like there's the appreciation for like playing and mm. enjoying it, yeah. Than just like um, academic knowledge mm. yeah, yeah yeah because sometimes people you know that haven't been to university it's yeah it's because they can't can't afford it so there's that class is kind of elite mm. yeah you know, yeah, know this is like music kind of themed but it sounds like um the coffee industry as well from like mm. what i've experienced like i haven't done any like formal coffee training but, like everything that i've learned has just been through trial and error and like my mm. passion for coffee and my my self-taught and yeah like um just guidance from people around me who are passionate about coffee exactly as well. just like, it's not this like exclusive little club of like you're not a part of it it's just you mm. have that that love for it it sounds like it's a uh, similar in the music scene yep. yeah yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, definitely. Mm. um so i guess that gets on to the the next couple of questions but um now you're back kind of making coffee what what's your kind of favorite thing to do favorite coffee to make or mm. what the are you kind of fun. enjoying uh, well, you know, I've, uh, you know, it's a, it's been a, it's not my first rodeo, but it's been, it had been a minute since I got behind the coffee machine. So, you know, the mm-hmm. first, uh, first couple of coffees I made, very questionable, very, uh, you know, <laughs> like a little bit of froth in my life, but not that much. Uh, I know I can appreciate a nice, like I love, I love, um, my favorite coffee. Well, my favorite, co- I, I, am I going to sound basic if I say latte? No. no. You're going to hate me. Lattes no, are nice. Yeah, because then if you get it nice and then you can do little... Yeah. 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 You know, I think lattes are, like, art. such a nice, happy, comfortable, like, um, comfortable thing to drink with different levels of, of niceness. Mm. Like, there's the coffee and then there's the foam and then there's, like, when it mm. all mixes together and then it looks pretty and it's just jiggly, so... I think that's that's not basic. So am yeah. I after I COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty and jiggly. <laughs> I've actually said to Levi, like, this before I worked here, I'd come in and I'd say, mm. um, can I just get my, uh, actually, I'm going to get my mother's group coffee. And he's like, what? And I said, the people that drink mother's group, are in mother's group always drink, like, late um, almond lattes. And he's like, <laughs> they do. I was like, okay, this is my Karen coffee. I'll call it my Karen. <laughs> so that's what I call it, Karen coffee. And then it got hot the other day. I'm like, you know what? I, w- I wanted an ice latte. I was like, I'll get Karen on vacay. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Yeah, I'm still, um, I do. But back in the back in the day, geez, it sounds like I'm, um, I, yeah, I do like, I used to drink like um, more short black espresso and like the yeah, macchiatos. I do like mm. I used to drink them just uh, in 
when I was in Melbourne, but I was working like 5,000 mm. jobs. So yeah. uh, that was uh, my Tell little... Tell us a little bit more about Melbourne, like working in Melbourne um, back in the day. Back the in the day. Boutique cafe that you used to work in. Like in how the, does that compare? Back in the 30s. Back in the old 30s. <laughs> in the way well, back when. When back the jazz day. started. <laughs> when you were a young... <laughs> well, we had to go source the coffee beans ourselves. No. Um, <laughs> The we kind of did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, way back when. Um, yeah, that was good because yeah, I moved to Melbourne probably about... Yeah, so I, I probably moved away here close to about 10 years ago. And then a big chunk of that, yeah, was in Melbourne. And it was good because I love the... The hospitality industry there is amazing. It's yeah. just like, you know, the food and just the... The um, but the coffee scene is it's really good. I worked for this cafe, and it was called Crimpa because it was um, had this amazing big side board that was um, made by a, a um, designer called Shulin Crimpa, and the sideboard board itself was like crazy expensive, and it was like right in the like the hub, so they named that after it, and it was just like this big space that had like the old school lifts that they made into like a little booth thing the baristas there were like they were like one of them was from proud mary coffee which is there and it was just it was a beautiful like it was nice to work at and mm. but it was they, they don't mess around with their coffee it sounds yeah. very like polished and yeah. beautiful and it was cool and mm. I, you know the other thing mm. and it's similar here like it's a nice it's a like I love that you can express yourself in a mm. coffee shop like you know well, like, like the cabin is very raw yeah, like it's, yeah. Can, it's very like human I yeah. think is a little bit a little bit different wear what you want like wear something funky yeah. and cool yeah. there's no uniform so it's no, when you right. when you're not uniformed you can be yourself more mm. so yeah, it's yeah, like when you're right. in a work environment it's better and um yeah, but they would have like you know one person on the milk and one person on the shots, and then so you know they'd ex- you'd have to when you'd serve the coffees have like the one there, one there, and one there, like oh, like my sauces. That is not my that's not my strong point. No, no. I don't know what it is. I think that when you carry coffees, you could be going good, and then um, if you think about it. I was just about to say that. I was going to say. When you don't think of... So you know what I started doing in my head? If I had the three, because they were very like... um, If like when it was like in the evening, like when they had like the slow part and the front person wasn't like they'd leave early. So it'd just be like me. And then I'd... I'd, uh, He'd say like you have to do it really quick because they were very big on like the milk. The coffees can't be sitting there long. They want to get... like time thing and um yeah so i just have to like i'd walk i'd look at her and i'd be like you're good you got this girl like i have a little like chance in my thing you're not even holding cough just look at that i was like look at the chair look at the chair like i think it thinks in my head that's like what like i say like in music what works for you works for me you know centering and balancing but it was good yeah exactly just don't think about it i think yeah but yeah, it was good. It yeah, sounds like a pretty cool place to work. Yeah, yeah we're definitely a bit different. more organic here, though, aren't we? Yeah, yeah oh, like it's so much more relaxing. Just unique and yeah. expressive and, yeah. Like, I can appreciate people that have a, a passion for coffee. <laughs> and people have a passion for everything, but, like, mm. yeah, it was very... Um, Formal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. saying, like, one time they were like, hey, Zoe, yeah, like, I love enthusiastic people, but I can't... I get 
uncomfortable when there's that like, hey Zoe, hey, yay, uh, yeah. too much. Because I don't know, maybe is it because maybe I don't find it sincere or I don't know, but yeah. it's a, it makes me feel like, hey, you know. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> live life, laugh, yay. You know? <laughs> uh, but, it's a great Karen, Teddy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but I did, yeah, we had a, a, like, they were like, oh, are you doing, um, we want you to come along for the cupping session. I was like, the, the what? <laughs> and like, spooning what, what afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, sexual encounter yeah, am I about like, to get into? Yeah, you'll get down, down. <laughs> I was we get a massage or is someone farting in their hand? And <laughs> <laughs> I have an older brother, that's how I know there. that. <laughs> cupping. Right. Yeah. So... <laughs> But yeah, but that was, I was really like, I was a little bit, I was in this big table and you got like all these coffee people and then we've got the, the spoon thing and they're like 12 eyes, like everyone had to go around the corner and they were like, so Zoe, what, yeah, that's a, that's was it a very was serious like, experience. Oh, they were, I was just like, cause also I started working there, there and I didn't want to, like, I wanted to know that, that I, oh yeah, I like coffee, but like you guys are like more experienced, obviously, but they were like, so so. We would, what would you say? Um, this has like aromas similar off, and I was like, fuck, thinking in my head, Coffee. beans. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, mm, this one can, smells uh, like long. Yeah, back. I was like, oh, I can sense a um, a, a nutty, like a bit of a nut, like nut. And they were like, I just threw it. Well, I kind of could actually, and I said maybe a little bit floral. And they were like, oh, my God, I thought they were going to lose it. They were like, oh, my God, exactly, yes. Well, this blend here is the oh. – and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my head I was like, oh, God, don't get this wrong. <laughs> Think Zoe. In my head, what is it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right, well, um, <clears throat> that'll probably finish our first section, hey? Yeah. Um, it's good. So stay with us and we'll, we'll get into the next section. Zoe's mm-hmm. going to stay for the meat and potatoes. Basically, it's going to be a lot based around um, influences both of us have had through mm. through life and that kind of thing. But yeah, stay with it. Yay! Alright guys, welcome back. We're into our next se- segment here and we call this the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. This is where I get my... No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what happens this next segment? Yeah. <laughs> we get dinner delivered we're having meat and potatoes. Hell, bangers and mash. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, <clears throat> we're going to kind of delve into a bit of our, our history as in like the music scene and that kind of thing and then... Um, Zoe's done some some travelling, which we, we we touched on earlier in the podcast, but we'll we'll get a bit more into that. But um, how do you want to head it off, Ori? Uh, I think starting with some information about like the New South Wales music scene and like what you've experienced <coughs> and what some knowledge that both of you have picked up along the way, I think would be pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yep. So kind of home home Just home scene, yeah. and then where that went. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Cool. So what's your like? What's your live exp live music experience in Sydney? Um, well, me personally, I actually I didn't <coughs> I haven't really played much in Sydney. I focused on well, like I when I was still living in uh, Newcastle, I would do like if I like I went there just like when I went to launch my album, or if I was uh, if I got asked to be on a bill. Um, what's a what's a bill? Oh, like a, so a band bill. So if um you know there's a it's like pretty much like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh cool. yeah, yeah. That's so, the best way. Yeah. So like there's your posters, a your, your headliner. Your, yeah. That's yeah. called a bill. Yeah. Okay. So um, which could just be like uh yeah. So I and I I do like there's some nice venues um, um, that but yeah I I was like oh well, am I gonna like I played a lot in Newcastle and um I was really. I was happy with what I contributed to myself for my own music growth. And I thought, oh, okay, it's time for you to move on. Where are you going to go now? And then I was thinking Sydney or Melbourne, but I ended up putting more of my energies in Melbourne in that live music scene there. So that was yeah. really Melbourne's good. Melbourne's always been yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I think with Sydney, we've all like the lockdown, the, the early... You know the bars. Like, what oh, they shut yeah, them down? Yeah. Not the yeah, lockdown, yeah. like yeah. COVID. Not not the... COVID, but yeah, they they changed the lockout the drinking laws. lockout yeah. laws yeah. and and that for people overseas watching. What was it? One AM. Mm. Yeah, one AM. Wasn't it? Yeah, one uh, it had yeah. to be lockout. in a venue. Yeah. Is it still? Is it still going? Uh, I yes. think it is. Yeah, it's going to be lifted. I think they said. <clears throat> Well, the first or second of December, so the lockout laws is being lifted. Where we're, we're going to oh, try the lockout and make, laws as well. Yeah, they're going to try and make Sydney back into a twenty-four hour city. Ooh. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's. Um, I think they're just testing it and trying it out in small sections. Mm -hmm. Like when they implemented it, it was like in sections first, and yep. yeah, yeah. That was implemented a lot from um, there's one punch. I was going to say yeah, it was from like, those so 2014 Dude Bro, Dude Bro wannabe yeah. guys, and it was King's Cross. Where called the where coward punch now. Yeah. The coward punch, not the king punch. Yep. No, I just actually it... lost a friend this year, oh. like three weeks ago. I heard. Weeks, yeah, yeah oh, is no. that Maria's friend? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. She told me that was, yeah. yeah Shannon. Um, I don't know if you I, ever spent. I had. Time I met him? him at Maria's um, brother's house. I, I, I don't know <coughs> him, know him, but I always remember him being like, like yeah. a good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, Crazy, yeah, yeah. He used to run a lot of gigs in Newcastle back in the day, like um, so early Rumblers, my band days. Um, he put on a lot at the Lucky, the original Lucky. Oh yeah, that's probably where. Yeah, oh god. You would have been to them, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. The Wednesday night, the Lucky's get those two dollar shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when so was this? Oh god, now we're sounding like the people that used to say, oh, I'm back at the JR yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 2006, Wowie. maybe? Yeah. Three, two, seven, yep, yeah, about that, yeah. I was, I was so small. <laughs> <laughs> you were still a sperm. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I don't think I was So was the lucky was. carpet. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, those that don't know what the lucky country was, it was like this two level. Um, yeah, the downstairs and upstairs where all the bands played, but it was more like punk. Yeah, yeah. punk. And, yeah. Was it like a pub or a club or the just pub. a pub? Yeah. yeah. Now it's a fancy. Oh yeah, it's super um, schmicko. What is it now? It's like a fancy big hotel bar kind of, mm. and big meals. Mm. And I'd rather totally, sticky floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was 
Newcastle sticky blow venue really. Yeah, Apart amazing. from the Cambridge, but um, well, then we would go the Lucky, and then we'd go to the <coughs> Cambridge because Wednesday night would be like cheap drink nights. Because you know we were in our early twenties, so you know every dollar you got to you know it's strategy balling yeah. on a budget. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, because my best one of my friends that I grew up with, she's in that punk scene. She likes doing the punk gigs, and I do. Like I'm not like the it's biggest. That Maria. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, 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 I'm not the yeah. biggest music punk <coughs> connoisseur, but hey, I can have a good time. Put me anywhere, I'll have a good time. Yeah. Apart from hanging out with like you know. I can't do Christian country music. I think I'd probably, you know, but like yeah. I say, each to their own. Each Maybe own. if you like, super I might drunk. not like. I Christian. reckon I could enjoy it when I was super drunk. I'm yeah, super it had to be pretty. I had to be high with Jesus in spirit, <laughs> <laughs> like with my spirit. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So Newcastle being our kind of. So I started Central Coast actually. Ooh. So um, but the scene there was obviously tiny. It's it's only. So people watching that aren't from around here, you got um, Newcastle, Sydney, and the Gooch in the middle is the Central Coast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, there was a few gigs around there, but it took us months really to outgrow the Central Coast. But uh, you know, Newcastle and Sydney. But yeah, going to so we did Melbourne a lot as well because mm. Melbourne was just such. A happening place for gigs, eh? Yep. Um, I think we tour there. We were touring there once a month for ages. Yeah. We do at least once a month down there. That's a distance. Mm. Yeah. Always driving too. But yeah. Nice little road trip. Yeah. yeah. What well, was your What was your kind of favourite Melbourne venue? Because there were some great ones down there. Yeah, like when I. Um, I had a list of things I wanted to achieve, like of venues I wanted to play at. And um, I like them all for different reasons. Like, did you ever play at the old bar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the old bar. Joel, who runs that, he's really dope. And he, like, that was one of the first things. I was like, I want to get a residency at the old bar every Sunday. And yeah. I did that. and Which is also good. Like, I was telling a, a an artist friend of mine who's uh she's younger than me and i was just giving her tips on things like marketing and that and this way i also don't understand why bands don't do it i don't know why bands don't promote themselves posters blah blah blah, because it's not you're not promoting the gig you're promoting yourself yeah because i had this this residency gig so i'm like wow four so i had every sunday so i'm playing four times a month really um so i was putting big posters all myself around mm. all up in like in Fitzroy surrounding Brunswick so then I get people that um like other musicians in Melbourne because this is like in the first two three months I moved to Melbourne and they'd be like hey yeah so yeah I see you out there playing you're doing your thing that m- makes you look like even yeah. I've only really played four gigs a week before yeah, but yeah. this is like really? so yeah if it's for a gig say if you've got a gig on the Saturday and you put a poster up and then it stays on there for three weeks, that's still three weeks mm. that your name has been up on like some yeah. Yeah, real that's estate, right. you know? It's just like, it's, and it's self-shaming, <laughs> like self-shameless productions, like over here, why not? Yeah. We used to do the, um, the poster companies. Mm. So you'd pay and there was, and... Oh yeah, and they do... They would put them up for you and then... There was a stage there where we had a, uh, a street crew. Do you mm-hmm. remember street crews? 
were they the people that would do the posts around? Yeah, for so you? it was just yeah, 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 yeah just have, they... No, no, they were like fans of the band would would make a, oh, a little crew. Yeah. So we would pay for the posters, but they would go and yeah. put them yeah. out for us. You know, I didn't and, see any posters like around Newcastle, which <clears> is so strange because like I'm from. S- oh, well, how, is it legal now? It is around um, Hunter. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, like, I'm from Sydney, and in Sydney, like, you'd walk down Newtown and there'd be three different people, like, plastering um, posters down, like, the main street. Yeah. And then there'd be people, like, um, on the main streets of Sydney, like, tearing them down. So, like, mm, yeah, there's always I, different things <coughs> up all the time. There was always wars in Sydney. I remember this because you would, you would pay this company to put it out, but because you didn't pay this company, they would go and rip down that company's... Posters oh and so you'd you'd need to pay the right company for the right areas. It's like a whole. Turf it was it was posters. full on, and then so Sydney didn't work so well for our street crews mm. because there was those poster yeah. wars. Whereas Melbourne worked for our street crews. Yeah. Was, See, that was so. <clears throat> and Perth wow. as well. Like we'd do Perth and Adelaide and um, Brisbane. They didn't really have. Those kind of wars. It was it was mainly Sydney, to be honest. But um, yeah, it was full on. Yeah, Sydney sounds petty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was here, it was here. so good back early two thousands to mid two thousands. Yeah, when King bombing. Street in Newtown was before it got all schmicked up. That, I remember. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, not playing there, but going out there and uh, playing. Playing up there. Playing the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, playing the playing those uh, <laughs> skin flute. No. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> I mean, it is music theme. So yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. It's, it's applicable. Yeah, but it was um, it was a different thing, wasn't it? Back mm, then. Yeah. So how I would spent you compare? Many a nights drunk in gig <laughs> straight after after gigs. That's fair. <laughs> I spent many a nights drunk in King Street too. It was good. <laughs> um, how would you compare, like, Australia, like, the live music scene to overseas? Because you've both toured um, in, like, lots of different places. So how would you explain kind of the... Um, just the way that people treat you and how approachable I never actually, the music scene is I never there. did the States, but I did most of Europe. So, but you have you done Europe? I haven't done Europe, no. I've done you, the but you've States, done yeah. the States, yeah. yeah. So, we'll have a fairly different view, which is really cool, yeah. So, you go first. Um, <coughs> well, because I so I was in America for the last three years, based in New Orleans, and um, the um, I was gonna say, I was there like living straight there for three years, but I really started going there 2014. And that's when I fell in love with the city and the musicians. And I'm like, you know what? I want to go and record there. So then I started. So this time when I came there for three years, I was I could perform because I had like the right visa to do so before I was just like making music. But so, yeah, it's good because like as a vocalist, especially like in soul and jazz, like, you know, I love a good, powerful voice. So it's good. You get inspired. But also when you sing, it's like the audiences are like, sing that shit. Damn, sing like, and it's like it's yeah. so they'll be like, sing it, and like it's an such a, response. it's such a like a, yeah. they just appreciate it like you've like, usually like a, in a band like an, <coughs> a guitar if a guitarist does a solo like people will clap after a solo, 
you know, but vocalists, like, you don't really get... If you do a big note, no one's... Well, sometimes in Australia they do, but, like... Yeah, it's, you know, it's but not, it's like not they'll even, the done thing, though. Yeah, they'll just be like... Sing. I was a little bit off-putting one time because when I first was like, oh... Someone's like, sing the shit out of that song. You better fucking sing. Sing. And that's like, that's the compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you'd be like, oh, so I like the... The The interaction. Yeah, the audiences. uh, And the musicians are like um, in like, especially in New Orleans, because most musicians, uh, I got to a point where I was like performing four to five nights a week. And sometimes uh, I, one of the gigs might be ones that I didn't organise and they just, band leader rings me up, hey, I need a singer um, for this gig, rock up. Like, I'll get the set list before, yeah, I kind of know that song. If not, you know, I'll work it out. And, um, yeah, no rehearsal, boom. Yeah. I love that because, you know, I love rehearsing, but then I know, yeah, I, you I love know. not rehearsing. Yeah, okay, I don't like rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I'm just so used to not having to do it all the time. Like, you know, but, um, yeah, so... I guess it's nearly 30 years of rehearsing for me. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, so... And that's the thing, once you... That's... Uh, yeah, so I think in the terms of... Um, I love the audience, re- re- like, inter- yeah. Yeah, in interacting. And also because it is the birthplace of like jazz New Orleans and then just their music they're so like um like with the soul music as well you go on a bank mm. you just like be in the bank in the bank line and I realized I was like wow like there's playing soul music like it's not you know on our radio stations here we just have like the top 40 commercial radio stations yeah. there they have like um so it's like so normalized to have like to hear Otis Redding like at 10 it's like a part of the the culture. Yeah. Course, so you yeah. like, and I guess, yeah. yeah, it's like more like they're more educated in soul music, so it's more appreciated. Whereas mm-hmm. sometimes when I play songs here, depending, like, that's why I have to be very selective of what venues I play at. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I don't want to, you know, but don't. It sounds like the, like the audience would have like a better appreciation over there because it's something that is mm. passion and like yeah. heartfelt by the sounds of it. And the set list too, like I can put like, if I'm doing a song that requires me to do original songs, um, with the set list I can um, do like some songs, like some er- like Erica Badu's song Orange Moon, which has like, got a nice pretty jazz feel to it. Mm. Here if I did it, people would be like, oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So like, oh, I don't know, lost. like I'm used to hearing this yeah. in this environment. So yeah. do you know any Darrell Braveway? Do you know horses? <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that's the yeah. Do you know Kaysen? Yeah, Kaysen. And well, I guess yeah. like New Orleans is the birthplace of jazz and mm. um, like blues and that kind of yeah. real emotional music. And, and, and I think also like um, the the workload of a musician, like we do be doing five hour gigs and yeah. you don't get um, like with the, the like, because you become a musician, but you also become like, someone that's a um you, you're doing you're a business woman as well because if you can't if you have a lack of <laughs> bad stage presence you can't mm. you can't get, get tips yeah and you yeah. can't like because you're so it's a very tip base <laughs> so you won't get a guarantee most of the time on frenchman yeah, yeah. street so you have to really know how to be like um 
how to work the audience. Yep. Yeah. Because if you it don't sounds have very that, complex. It's not oh yeah. Just I remember I'll be singing and yeah. be like, I know we're in our head, like, oh okay, we've just been playing a two hour set. We're gonna have to take a break soon. And then I see like, oh, six people have just walked in. Oh, okay. And in my head, I'm like, oh god, now I'm gonna actually have to do another four songs to get them to put money in the tip bucket and then if yeah. they buy drinks we get like this is all in my head like whilst I'm performing psychological math yeah. equation yeah and that's yeah. what makes a show person you'd be like oh yeah we got that blah, blah. Yeah. so coming back here and seeing people get got to hustle yeah oh it yeah. definitely is and yeah. I like it it gives you like when I came back here and I had to do like a two hour gig I was like Phew, two hour yay this is yeah. awesome easy. and it's and weird because that money. portrays over two hour um, the tattoo world here Mm. Like you, you really have to hustle in this tattoo culture in Australia to to make it. And you know, like talking to my apprentices, it's like, all right, you know, you you really have to. So it's like putting the posters up on. Yeah. You know, you, you don't put posters up as tattooers, but you got to be posting regularly. You've got to have a target your audience. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the yeah. arts. You know, so yeah. so it all kind of. Um, melds together I guess relates that's the Mm, word yeah because you do have to like advertise yourself and what you're offering and get people enticed and yeah Mm. entertained and and coming back develop a rapport with and like like, what's so special about you that they're going to spend their money on so you have to be and you know Americans like they have that whole American dream and it's true I do like the entrepreneurism that American being in America it's like made me because it is a hard city to live in financially um, so you have to kind of get on that hustle mode and the grind is like, but, um, yeah, the, what was I going to say? The, um, what was I going to say? Well, it sounds like the mentality has to be yeah. completely different. Like yeah. your approach to it, I guess. Cause Australia yeah. has that whole, like, it is true. Like that tall poppy thing. It does. Yeah. It's like, it's... oh, you know, you, they tell you you're not good. Like, you know, I could get old mate. They'll say, Hey, like. Don't, I don't think you're jazz enough for this gig. Like, who writes that? No one would, like, you know, cool. But then, so then what What I do, I become better. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you know, I'm still going to do my thing. And then once you become good, you get told, oh, you're too good. That's, like, this whole yeah, thing. It's yeah. like, you're not good. they'll tell you you're not good enough, so you work on it. And then they'll be like, hey, but uh, can you not be too good? Because, you know, we're going to think you're up yourself or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's the Australian it sounds way. confusing. Mm. <clears throat> Sounds very confusing. Yeah, so I I toured um, <coughs> Europe, so and it was totally different. <clears throat> Europe's like people thanking you after gigs, so it wasn't kind of them yelling through it, and mm. they would get into it so much, and like you'd have a, like a lineup of people to thank you, like mm. thanks so much for coming to our town, and mm. like it was a real thankful kind of. Um, or cities, we did lots and lots of cities, and and then you would see the changes between. So we did a lot in Germany, then we, we did Scandinavia, right the way through Scandinavia, wow. and it was just so awesome, you know, just totally different to here. Yeah, you know, not not a, no one had asked for covers or exactly. Yeah, you know. Do you reckon the audience in each country <coughs> is like different as well? The way that. Um, they react to like shows and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Even even in Australia though, <clears throat> when you when you were so most touring in Australia is done the East Coast. 
because it costs so much. Mm. We've done Perth a load of times. We've done Adelaide as well, more. Um, <clears throat> but it was so much cheaper to just go up and down the East Coast. So true. But there's more Melbourne, venues as well? What's that? Is there more venues along the coast as well? <clears throat> like, Way more venues. Yeah. Um, but like Melbourne was so different to Sydney, which was so different to Brisbane. So them being mm. your three majors. Um, have you done Tassie? I haven't done Tassie, no. Yeah, Tassie was more <coughs> like Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. And Brisbane, I would see maybe uh, even a little bit more, kind of like Newcastle, but a little bit of an American kind of vibe, Yeah, I found. Mm. So a lot more getting into it. And yeah, it was really good. It's a great place to tour. Where was that one? That in Brisbane. Tas- oh, Brisbane, that yeah. Brisbane, yeah. Yeah, I went there <coughs> once... Um, I played, yeah, actually, I've actually played there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they've got a good jazz scene there as well. Yeah, they do. Good jazz venues as well, yeah. which is good. Yeah, their, their music scene they really work on. Mm. Whereas Melbourne, like, it's just happening. Yeah. And, but I find Brisbane, they really put some energy into making their music scene yeah. a good thing. So it's, yeah, yeah. So that's Well, my sister lives in Brisbane and she's been saying it's like Melbourne, Zoe. You'd love it. Yeah, uh, really? she's like, yeah. Like this, and I think they're starting to also like the food part as well. Yep. Like the, you know, there's a lot of good food places to eat. Yeah, yeah. Nothing can ever people. be as good as Melbourne, but you know. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. All right, so we're kind of coming towards the end of the. I was, I was trying to show you, we were at 20 minutes. All right, oh. cool. <clears throat> Right, so we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast, but any, anything you kind of want to share before we we finish? Yeah. Put you on the spot. Uh, and well, I guess if I'm going to do a segue, this, but I am very excited to uh, be back here playing music and in yeah. back in, and I haven't. I realised I haven't really done in like a I'm back kind of gig yet, so maybe I might do one here, mm, do a live recording. Yeah, so I was know. gonna gonna say that we're um. We're setting in some dates yeah, for Zoe to play really here, so you guys so will keen. get to see Zoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, live live recording. So, for people that are watching that are musical, a bit of a plug for the for the shop as well. We um we are doing like live streams. We're doing gigs. We've got the full recording studio. So hit mm-hmm. us up. But um we are going to do some stuff with Zoe soon and release it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's a good spot. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, season season three, episode six done. Yeah. Make sure you um, we're doing it every week now. We're we're pretty on the ball now with with I making it, it happen. It was it was hard to get the flow, but we're getting yeah. there now. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs>